welcome to our very first review royale of the Heavy Shelf Podcast Network. You might be thinking, what are you talking about, network? Well, we got more than one podcast now, so we're calling it a network. And so, <laughs> what we're going to do with review royale is a little different than our usual The Heavy Shelf Weekly Podcast. So, let me get into it a little bit. Review Royale is where we're going to take two members of Heavy Shelf, preferably full-time contributors, such as Luca and myself. Luca is the guy I have here today with me. Hello. And we get together and we play a game to its completion, and we are going to hash it out with our likes, dislikes, and wishes of the game in hopes to come to a number in the end that we will average together to then serve as the official rating of the game for heavyshelf.com. Now I will come up with my own number. I'm pretty confident. I already have my number in my head. Luca may have his number in his head. We're going to state our cases. It won't always be like a, a fight between each other. We may both agree. But uh, we may, in the end, debate on whether or not we should pull our averages down or not. So with that being said, we're going to get right into it of what we thought about Project Wingman. Uh, Would you like to go first? Well, I was still in the middle of going first, but that's okay because this is what's going to happen in the first time podcast. Uh, Luke is not going to know when it's his turn. So, <laughs> with Project Wingman, it is a small indie title for uh, $30. So, that's another thing with these is that we very much take into account the value of the game and weigh it as such on a scale. And so, if this was a $60 game, we would be weighing it up against any, uh, any other $60 game. like. God of War, for instance. Even though it's a flying game, if they came in at 60 bucks, well, we're going to compare you to God of War now. And you might be thinking, that's not fair. Uh, well, this is just... that. Th- th- then I would say, would it be fair for them to charge us 60 bucks? To see how that works? So, unless you want to be compared to the greats, don't price yourself as if you are one of the greats. And we try to keep that in consideration when we're coming up with the value. So same thing goes the other way. If you underprice your game, um, let's say you got like $40 worth of game, but you only charge us 10 well, you damn near a masterpiece in our eyes. Yeah, man, I'll give that 10 out of 10 just for value. Man. Exactly. So the value can help out a lot. Now, all that being said, in this long-winded intro, we're going to get right into it. We're talking about Project... Wingman. Now, I want Luca to go first because he has had more experience with flying games than me. And I don't want him to make a direct comparison to all the other games, but I think he'll have more to say on this. And then I will go from there. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's interesting. Uh, at the end of the game, there's a little message from uh, the developers, you know, where they're like, oh, we've had so much fun working on this, blah, 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 because it was a Kickstarter game. And I think the first thing they say is, we know it's not a perfect game. And it's like, oh, 
oh, it's really not a perfect game. Um, and one of the ways in which it's not is when you compare it to, um, shall we say, more developed, more complex uh, mm-hmm. flight games uh, in comparison Such to flight as? mechanics. I mean, uh, I mean, what comes to mind for you? Uh, War Thunder, I suppose, is is the big okay. one. I have literally thousands of hours in that game. I I like me a flying game for uh, uh those those of you who aren't aware. Uh, and it, Wingman, one of its uh perhaps shortcomings uh is very simple flight. There's no energy retention. That is, so you don't like lose speed in turns. You can make a sharp turn and remain at like a thousand miles an hour constantly Mm -hmm. um there's no real sense of momentum and so on uh but on the other hand you know it's functional it works um and weirdly for a flight game i would argue that's not quite the point um because what this game does really well uh that i haven't seen other uh similar games uh, do quite so well is I would say uh, like music and story uh, weirdly which you really wouldn't expect um, to me those those were uh, very much the positive elements and it's interesting because when I first started playing this game I, I think you kind of felt similarly uh, we or I was not prepared to go to high score I, I felt very low uh, about this game and it was only as it went on that I, I started to warm up to it as sort of the story progressed a little more uh, and I started noticing like more and more details uh, where I could see like real effort from the developers. Um, another element that definitely helped was that as you go on, you unlock more planes with more abilities. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird situation where if the flight mechanics were more complicated, more basic planes would be more fun to fly, right? Because there'd be a little bit more challenge, a little bit more difficulty and uh, just just more interest, but as you progress, you get uh, like faster planes, which doesn't really matter so much. It, more what what ends up mattering is uh, the the armaments on the planes. You know what kind of missiles you can take, what kind of guns you can take, so on. Um, so that was another element that definitely helped because ooh, when you're playing the start of the game and you have like basic missiles and one one gun, oh, it's not. Uh, it's not fun. Like yeah, and, yeah. and you immediately start thinking, like, is this what this is gonna be like the whole time? And it takes a while for for you to like, for for the game to make itself clear that no, actually, we have more to it, you know, mm-hmm. um, because really the the first few planes you unlock aren't uh really significant progressions, I would say, on on your starter planes. Um, it takes a few levels for you to unlock uh more interesting planes and then okay well i've got some more interesting planes now this is fun and then it sort of plateaus again for a while and then it gets better and then the story really picks up and okay you know i would argue like the second half of this game is actually really good for what it is you know uh the first half is there (laughs) you know yeah i would actually agree because that's what i was going to interject and say is that this game feels very flat in the first um pretty much first half because by the middle of the game I was seriously thinking even though we set out for review royale we want to beat the entire game not just touch it and then walk away we want to reserve that for like truly truly bad games um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
But halfway through, I was like, I really want to move on to something else. This isn't very fun. There's only so many times I can belly flop my plane in the water and not be like, that was stupid, stupid water. That wasn't my flying. It was the water, you know. Um, Actually, that that's something else that I think would be interesting to bring up is uh, I don't think either of us died a single time to an enemy plane. I right? rarely did. I rarely did. It was more of like I accidentally cr- crashed into a plane or yeah. like there are some levels that would have these freaking spires that went to the heavens. And of all the map I'm flying around and zipping and I'm chasing a jet, I happen to clip one of these really tall spires. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I, I because these missions are not short missions. These are not like quick little no, ten minutes. No, they're not. These are forty minutes to an hour long. They could be depending on how you target your priorities. Um, the priority targets. That's another thing too. If you're not really paying attention in the mission briefings, which I suggest you do, um, you won't know that you don't have to shoot everything. Um, there mm. are sometimes it's just priority targets, and you focus on those. There was one mission I kept running out of ammunition before we even get to like the little boss battle at the end. So I'm like having a hard time going against the boss jet because I used all my ammunition on shooting up all the, like the little barracks and stuff when I didn't have to do that. Yeah. Um, it is kind of interesting. Cause I would say there are, it's, it's not just uh, paying attention to the, um, ooh, mission briefings, uh, but also to what other pilots and, and other people on the radio are saying during the battles, that if you're mm-hmm. not paying close attention, you can just not hear a critical piece of information, you know? Um, where on one of the levels, there's this bit where it's like, okay, we're going to retreat now. And if you try and stay and fight the jets that come, you you basically can't beat them at your current like state with your current equipment, right? Exactly. And I didn't hear that the first time. So this is a game where you definitely want to pay attention to the dialogue. And I would say that weirdly, like I said earlier, for for a game of this sort, uh, pretty good dialogue for the most part to pay attention to. Pretty decent mm-hmm. story, you know. So uh, you won't you won't even be bored, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, but to get back to the middle of the game situation, yeah, I think. And this would, I guess you could say this would go under one of my wishes for the games. And you see this trick pulled in other games in that to pull you in, so you're not starting off at such a flat level and you're like wondering what does this game have to offer me. Um, Sometimes in games you'll have it to where you have like more powered weapons or your character, your hero is at a certain part of the story. And he's he's got all these tools at his disposal. So you get a taste of using it. But then something happens. He gets defeated. He's stripped of his sword or his special powers. Like, think God of War when he's, like, kicked down from the mountain and all that stuff. And he's got to start from scratch. Um, or any other game that has this feature. They'll give you a taste of what it's like to be really powerful. And then they'll take it away and you got to start from square one. This game, you just start from square one. You don't know that you're actually a pretty badass pilot. Like, you just start the game and you're on, like, a little mission. Like, they could have given us, like, an origin story thing. Because what it is with Project Wingman, you um, are a mercenary group. And it's set into the future a couple hundred years. And so the nation's names aren't aren't the same. They're kind of changed and all that stuff. Like, you're Cascadia 
and you're kind of separating from the greater federation. Yeah, and it's they could after have had some it, sort the of story could have been event. like you were maybe a part of a more well funded mercenary group, so you had better jets, so they give you a taste of like a really awesome jet, but then you get shot down and you had to eject or something like that. Like that would have been a cool sequence. Well, the weird part is there's actually a battle that's continuously made reference to as like kind of a, a a big battle in the world of the mercenaries in this game that would have it, it seems like been a perfect uh, example to do that. They wouldn't even had to add anything into the story. They simply would have had to go back and let you see something that they proceed to make reference to for the rest of the game. And even like, if it would have been like a lot of efforts to do like a cutscene for that battle, like an awesome cutscene, or just design a level that you play ahead ahead of time for that battle to where it's all great, awesome, and grand. That would have been mm-hmm. enough to bump it up from 30 bucks to 40 bucks, in my opinion, because it would have been a much more well-rounded game. Uh, I would have been pulled in. Note. I would have been pulled in because, like, I was not pulled in. The only thing that pulled me in to this game at first was we need to pick a game to do a review on, and then we got to play it. That's what pulled me in. Um it wasn't until half the game though it really started to pick up. Uh, you started seeing navy ships with rail guns, and then you started unlocking some really nice planes and things yeah. like that. Um, and it's also not till that point that it feels like you you really start to, I suppose, like notice or or that the story really starts to get a little more complicated and a little more interesting as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. At first, it was very cookie cutter. I didn't really care about the missions, and I was getting real worried that this was just someone, like this was their pet project, and like a Project Wingman, and they, they were just trying to see if they could finish a game, and not necessarily make a great game. That's what I felt at first, but I got more to say on that later. Go on. Yeah. Um. Now, one thing I did want to point out as a side note is it. It's twenty four ninety nine, correct? Because we've been saying thirty dollars, but I I want to say it's twenty four. I always ra- I always round up from tax, oh, okay, but I'm pretty okay. sure it's twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh. It's 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 an interesting game because uh, again, it's such a like a weak first half, but like once it starts getting better, for the most part, with one notable dip around, I think it was level fourteen, where all of a sudden like the voice acting gets much worse and like the mission briefing ends really awkwardly, you know, yeah. for the most part, once it starts to get better, it just gets better. Right. Mm-hmm. To the point where the last mission in the game gave me, gave me chills. Right. I, yeah. I thought it was very how, good. How they're going through things in the last mission. I mean, like this is like a good, this is like a good anime TV episode kind of yes, like this would have made a very good anime. stuff. Yeah. And, um, and I say anime because like, like the music isn't anime music, but it kind of has that tinge to it, you know? Yeah. One, one, cause or, it's not it, traditional, like American rock. Like it's not like they took doom eternal, you know, music and put it no. in there for when shit not, gets not real. At all. Um, and it, it's interesting because they actually had a composer. I was watching the credits because I really liked this game by the end. I started off like, sh- like I was in voice chat shitting on this game to my friends. Right. <laughs> um, and I got to where I, I'm not going to argue. This is one of the best games I've played recently, mm-hmm. but this is probably one of my favorites. Right. Um, 
and again, I, I don't, I'm not impressed with the flight, you know, uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, they had a composer, right? And it's really interesting to watch the music and the game developed because you will ret- there are at least one point where you return to a location you've already been to and they use the same soundtrack as for the battle before but like a progression on it so it's not it's like the same piece of music but with like the epic knobs turned up you know yeah mm-hmm. and it's like details like that where you can tell they really cared you know yes and why don't why don't we start getting into that because we kind of talked about how it's kind of been lackluster in the first half Mm-hmm. But then you really start to see, like, okay, this wasn't just someone to see if they know how to hit submit on Steam and make a game. Um, they actually did care about this project. And we start to see those in little touches of, again, like the music, how you mentioned there. They weren't really lazy on that front. And some of the better jets, when you do actually get the better jets, like like fly with the better jets and then go back and fly the first one. The first one feels bad, and it's the only one you can afford for a couple of missions because it like it feels like you are flying a paper towel tube with wings compared yeah, to everything else. But everything else, like there's some legit cool, like man, I'm like freaking Maverick of the Skies right now. Like this is pretty awesome. Um, mm. But speaking of Maverick of the Skies, uh, the naming. I didn't pay attention to the naming whatsoever until about, again, a little after halfway through the game. They kind of start giving you credit for like, like, man, Monarch, like, like, you're pretty much the hot sauce with this. One thing I should point out is you, you fly as a pilot that everyone refers to as Monarch, but sorry. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm getting to. Um, Like Monarch is your, your call sign. And uh, everyone's pretty much giving you credit, not your mercenary team credit, right? Uh, mm. And, of course, there's going to be hot shots and this and that and egos. And so, like, your your crew will get into banter with each other of, like, nah, nah, it's more about me, you know, that, that kind of stuff. But in the end, everyone's like, watch out for Monarch. Like, he's the badass mercenary. Yeah. And... When I was like, oh, yeah, my name is Monarch. Let me let me check out, because they keep talking about the crown on the wing, right? Because that's how they, that's like the last thing they see before they die, is the crown on your wing. And so I was like, let me look at this crown. And then I noticed that the crown, it's a little touch and care of the logo design. Because the crown is shaped both like a crown and a Monarch butterfly. Yeah. And then I thought, I was like, huh, wait, like of all of the flying games I've played or all of the call signs I've heard, like you could have had Eagle, you could have had Thunder, you could have had Wasp, Killer Bee, Bumblebee, anything of that flies or moves swift or is deadly, they could have named this guy, this pilot, but no. He was Monarch. And what's cool about that is that Monarch, of course, is off of the Monarch Butterfly, which is the longest living butterfly in the sky. So, of course, if you're a fighter pilot, you want to be the longest living thing in the sky. And also, it's a double meaning of Monarch for monarchy, kings. You're also the king of the sky. 
Yeah. I mean, bra friggin' vo on that name creation. Like, you know, when they were sitting around in the writer's room coming up with that, they're like, Psh, we can go home early today. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as someone who's done graphic design, like with logos and stuff, the it, they did a really good job. Like, because j- if you if you don't pick up on that double meaning, right? Because um, I remember, like, I didn't notice uh, the the logo thing or the uh, butterfly crown sort of uh, symbolism thing uh, until you you like mentioned that. Oh yeah, look at the logo, man! It looks like both. And I'm like, oh hey, it really does. Because I had noticed. Um, like another mark on on the wings that I was like, oh, I guess that's what they're talking about when they say the crown. That doesn't really look like a crown, but whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I it's there. I I'm just blind. Uh, but like I I have been thinking like, oh, cool, you know, it's got kind of a double meaning because the butterfly, whatever. Uh, and I hadn't like put together the longest living thing, which uh, is a really clever detail. But even just from a graphic design perspective, someone really tried on that logo and uh, did a really good job with it. You know, like they yeah. they care. You can tell as the game goes on. Yeah. But, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the game idea probably even spawned. Like, they probably even had the name first and then just worked their way backwards, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, they, if they're a fan of flying games, which I believe they are, because it's, yeah. it's, the flying's not too janky, but it's you not You can like pick that up from the, the ending message. You yeah. can pick that up from, like, the ending message where they, they must have, like, loved Ace Combat as a kid or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so that showed me that they had care. Another thing they did is they didn't have to do this, but they did it anyways. And it doesn't save the game, but it doesn't break the game. But they put it in because it's important to anyone who's ever played these flying games as a kid. You were upset if they didn't let you just take off and land the plane. Like you always wanted to take off or you always wanted to be able to land it after a mission. They don't even let you do it every mission. Depends on where, like how far the battle is out from your base. And they don't even let you do it directly. But the fact that they put in the little detail of like, we're going to, we're going to cut from the mission end and then tell you to land first. And then the mission's done. The fact that they knew that it's important to take the time to let them take off and let them land showed that they cared about those little details that players would want to participate in. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Cause it like, it's like, it's not just that you're landing anywhere either. You, you'll land uh, the place where you land changes as the game goes on and the story progresses. Mm-hmm. Right. And there, uh, I, I don't want to like say too much cause uh, I don't want to like spoil the, story because it it is legitimately interesting there are turns that i didn't see coming like i think both of us thought we were getting towards the end of the game when we were only like what uh three-fourths of the way through yeah yeah there's one like we we didn't even see the last last one you know Mm -hmm. and and it would not have been nearly as good a game if it was i would argue um but uh you know there's a certain point past which you have a very interesting runway and just like the it's it's not just that they let you land, but it's that they like come up with some interesting uh, variations on like it's not just oh here's a dirt runway, but like it changes and it ties into the story, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is kind of a nice detail uh, to what is ultimately a mundane activity, but a nice sort of like 
world building piece, you know? Yeah. And so again, like by the time we get to the point of the game to where that's happening, we got better jets and like, it's really a shame that what, I mean, like if you can look at the momentum of this game, it's kind of like a jet taking off from a runway. You're starting real slow at first and you have to build your speed up and then take off. Yeah. And it was just the first half of this game is a really long runway. But man, when you take off, you were soaring after that. Mm -hmm. And when you get to the destination, like the end of the game, ooh, good stuff. That, I mean, the music, like, I think it cut into like three different parts of the song, right? Pretty much is like, like the very final thing. And we can't get too into it, but it's just chills. I mean, I was getting chills. I legit was getting chills. I was too. And like some, the some of the last lines you hear are, are uh, like a, sort of chilling in their own sort of weird way, because mm-hmm. uh, you've just had this like big epic thing happen, and then you hear some of the last lines of the game. It's like, ooh, ooh, that's kind of, oh, shivers, man, shivers. Um, yeah. uh, now there's sort of one, and I, I know I've I've talked about liking the story of this game quite a lot, but there is uh, one other aspect in which I kind of like to praise it a little bit, um, which is. You know, it's it's not the deepest story in the world or anything, but it is a little bit deeper than I think it. I think anyone would reasonably expect it to be, you know, because um, it does touch on even some like fairly serious things, right? Because you said earlier uh, that um, this is a story, or, or or the bigger, the wider narrative is about this uh, nation Cascadia rebelling against uh, like a global federation i'm not yeah. sure it's entirely global, but a multinational federation i guess mm-hmm. um and so you know there's some interesting undertones there at certain points but um what i find really interesting uh is one of the things that the game sort of brings up towards the end is like the cost of this war for for independence right um mm-hmm. and just how like kind of uh jarring devastating civil wars can be right so it doesn't like even i there's no point at which you know the game because for so much of the game you're like oh yeah you know totally the cascadians uh you know best boys or whatever right you know like they they never uh for quite a lot of the game there's no like real counter argument shown or, or or like you never feel a sense of like is this are we doing the right thing? You know, because you're playing mercenaries. You don't. Your characters don't care that I mean, much. But the way they progress things, yeah. I like true. the last three or four missions. I'm like, can you guys stop sending people to die by my hand? Cause yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of want to say like, let's let's call it quits. Yeah. It like it it does a decent job of sort of like portraying war as an inglorious thing. You know. Um, especially like civil war, which I think is really interesting because mm-hmm. uh, civil wars are notoriously awful, you know. Um, like I think even Machiavelli talks about this in The Prince, where he's like, "Civil wars are especially bad. Avoid those, you know. They yeah. suck." <laughs> um, and you know, I don't, I don't expect uh, that kind of interesting little tidbit of 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 
very slight dipping your toe into a little bit of political philosophy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm playing a a twenty five dollar Jet Pew Pew game uh, that <laughs> I saw on Steam game, yeah. with like literally no build up or hype uh, that I saw. Like I mean, I know that there was a community who backed this on Kickstarter. I'm sure that they were hyped, but I had not heard anything about this game. Like I it think it's it's been forever. But like the earlier Ace Combat games I played, like I remember. I can't even remember what kind of, but like they were like yellow something, um, like yellow birds or whatever, like whatever kind of the special. Watch out, these are the badass jets. Like, yeah. Um, I remember going up against those, and then uh, the storyline was nukes are bad. Okay, um, that's all I remember from those games. Um, this one is going to stick with me for a lot longer than I thought it would. It was a very pleasant surprise. And I want to see more. I want to see how long, you know, this monarch can stay king of the skies. Like, it would legitimately be interesting to see, because I, I got invested in this world, mm-hmm. right? Which, when, when you know, the main nation is named Cascadia, which I think both of us, eh, just a little bit, like, not the best name in the world, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, like, like, they, like they didn't do very good on that. Like, that's, uh, it really kind of pulled me. And like whoever whoever worked on the monarch name should have worked on the Cascadia stuff, or maybe he had a bad day if it was the same dude. It'll be funny if like or or maybe there's something. It'll be we funny don't if the devs it. hear this review, and they're like, "That's not what we thought of Monarch at all." But like we like David's translation way better. Um, yeah, just like you know, let's just go with that. You know, we've we never going this with, before. We but, were uh, just yeah. going with a king. We didn't even think of the butterfly thing. <laughs> well, they they must have though, because the logo is there, have. right? Yeah, the logo is awesome. Um, but uh no um yeah it, it, like when I started the game I did not expect to get into the story right mm-hmm. um like but I, I'm kind of invested in this world now I'm, I'm not gonna lie you know and it'd be interesting to see a, like another game where you see more of the aftermath uh of of this civil war that you've just fought and the independence you've won right um. Mm-hmm. And how exactly, because in cert- there's certain aspects in which I think there's uh, a good setup for that, and then other ways that they might have to work around it. But it'd be interesting to see if they could pull it off, because I'd really like to see another game from them with the same, uh, how would you say, the quality it had at its highest points in terms of music and story and the voice acting and the dialogue. Uh, there were low points, but there were very high points in that too, right? Uh, like you know how a lot of games you hear like the banter between characters. Yeah. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Fallout Four. And you're like, shut up, shut yeah. up. I never felt like that. Right. I was like, I I legitimately liked the fictional pilots I was flying with. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there were times I was actually interested in like the what the dialogue is going to be next. Yeah. It's like, hey, so and so's got a point, but also, this war is going on too long. Mm-hmm. when is it time to just dip out while you can you know um mm-hmm. but, and so uh, yeah I'd, they did a, they did good work on that I'd, I'd like to see something where they maintain the highest points they had and they're able to hopefully with more resources and all improve that which was not so good that being the flight uh mechanics but you know who knows so, maybe we won't get that maybe we will so with all Fingers that being crossed. said it feels like we're about to get into the metrics part of our review yeah and so i need to explain first briefly how heavy shelf rates games starting now 
five is an average game. I know in America, we're used to C's, sevens being passing. Um, and if it's anything below a seven, it's not worth your time. Not at all. Five is what we do here. Uh, five will be like a game was made. It was competent. It wasn't really broken. Um, you can have a glitch or two. Um, but game was delivered on, right? And then it's a matter of if there's a lot of things they were strong with or weak on, or usually if you're under a five, things are fundamentally broken or missing, you know? And so yeah. to the degree of how much they're missing is what gives you a four or a three, a two or a one. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, upward, six, above average, um, seven, good game, eight, um, great game. Hold up. Let me make sure I'm getting. Yeah, six, above average, seven, good game, uh, eight, great game. And then nine would be near perfect. And then 10, it kind of transcends perfect. It's legendary. That's where you're like, these games will stand the test of time. They took us through an evolutionary phase of video games. Like, that's what we reserve for 10. Like, sometimes I see some games that were just a great game. And then people in their kind of haze of how awesome it was, they're like, oh, 10 out of 10, bro. It's awesome. It's a 10 out of 10. It's like, uh, I mean, maybe for this year, but like, will it stand the test of time, you know? And yeah. So we reserve those for tens. So in some ways you could probably argue we harshly make it to where like a one would be, it's criminally bad. Like as in there should be a uh, class action lawsuit because everyone had their money stolen. That's a one. Mm. 10 is legendary. So you could argue our scale is really two to nine. So with all that from, being from said, a certain perspective, yeah. With all that being established, Luca, let's go ahead. Let's hear it. What is your number? And remember, we do it within decimals, so it could be like five point one, five point two, whatever. What is your number that you give for Project Wingman? I part of me feels like it might be being generous, but I really want to give it like a six point six. Okay. 6.6. It's interesting that you say 6.6. Cause I know you play a lot of War Thunder, so I, I, I get where you're coming from when you say that. Yeah. Part I, of me feels like I might be being generous, and part of me feels like I'm I'm focusing too much on things that really aren't the point for this game. But well, I mean, War Thunder has a lot of offerings. It's also a free to play game. Yeah. And you've had thousands of hours in it, literally thousands of hours. Yeah. Um so I understand where you're coming from. Now, I, because I really considered the value of the game, and it met two things. I have another particular score uh, rating of like how I think of things, of like twenty dollars for AAA quality graphics, which this. Gets it gets up there like these are the best looking clouds I've seen in a long time. Um, yeah, there there are certain things that don't look quite as good, but there the clouds in particular do look very nice. And then uh, and then forty dollars for uh, like single player campaign. And you might be thinking, don't all games have single player um, single player campaigns? Not really. Um, Overwatch didn't have it, but they had multiplayer. 
So for a $60 game, I want triple A quality, single player um, campaign, and then multiplayer. Each of those is worth $20 in my opinion. Again, I'm just going over this so you can know where I weight the value of a game, roughly speaking. Doesn't have multiplayer, so $20 off right there. It's a $40 game. Well, they didn't charge us $40. They charged us like $25. Mm-hmm. And so then you think about it, it's like, well, they gave us like an almost like super indie price of 20 bucks, but then only like taxes five. And then they gave us a pretty solid graphic game and story. So when I considered all of that and I did, I did tell myself early on because of the first half, I was like, this game is not going to get anything higher than an eight for sure. Is what I told myself. But then that ending happened. And I said, I want to give it an eight. All right. Go on. I'm not going to give it an eight, though. And here's a few reasons why. I took it down to a 7.8. Okay. Is where I stand now. For one... They should have just been more bold. If they would have named this game Monarch, that would have pulled me in to the more of the total package a lot more. A, I would have been looking for the the name more often. I wouldn't have figured out halfway in the game. Wait, wait, what's my name again? Um, Monarch, that would have been a better franchise to kind of build off of, in my opinion. Would have got me more excited for it. And it would just it would have made me feel more badass during the gameplay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I think I get you. I mean, as it sounds like, uh, Project Wingman is something that is said like one time a good ways into the game. I think. Yeah. And so, um, I think they should have named it Monarch. And then, uh, some of the music I didn't like, but when I did like the music, it was awesome. Okay. And yeah, I think like the 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 wind resistance stuff with the wings, like with like it didn't like what did you call it officially? Like energy retention is what people tend to call it in the world. Yeah, yeah, the the energy retention, it not being there, that's what took it down to a seven point eight for me. Okay. Um, now I have not played thousands of hours of War Thunder. Mm. So I don't have as many flying games under my belt to kind of chip away at what this is missing i just know as a gamer because you know not every game uh i was about to say not every game player not every gamer is going to have that many hours in war thunder so i think both of our views are valid and that i'm coming at this from someone's looking for more like arcadey kind of experience not like this needs to be my war simulator and playing you know yeah so, with that being said, we've reached a 7.8 versus what you said, 6.6. Now, do 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 we want to try and argue each other up or down? Because I, I am open to moving, because I kind of want to rate well, this game higher. Well, we're going to put an average between the two. And this okay. is the official way we're going to do this with Heavy Shelf. Um, we take our two scores, we average them out, and then we discuss if, like, are we okay with that? Uh, okay, and, okay. and we argue, do we come up or down? Because 
we want these to be peer reviewed, almost scientific studies of, is this game good? Mm -hmm. And so we're doing the peer review part right now. And so if we take the 14.4 total, divide that by two, that is what? 7.1 or 7.2? 7.2. So... Do you think it should be lower than 7.2? I I think you could make an argument for it, but it's sort of what I said before where I part of the I remember it's a $25 I, game. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is definitely uh, something to take into account. And the other thing is that I feel like the things or some of the things that really hampered it and and why I started at a 7 and worked my way down rather than an 8 really have to do with um the lackluster flying mechanics mm-hmm. but at the same time as i said i th- it, it's a weird situation where it, in the same way that like i would argue it not having multiplayer even if one were to expect it to really wouldn't be that big a deal because it kind of that's not it's almost like that's not the point of this game i feel yeah. like the complex flying mechanics aren't really the point of this game and especially by the time you get to the end game I didn't care anymore. Like I just didn't, you know. Like the 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 jets I had were just too cool. I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to say that even though I I myself rated it a six point six, I would say I think a seven point two is a pretty appropriate score. Uh, but do you think it should be higher? Seven point two means it is a good game, but mm-hmm. is it close to greatness? I, the ending is a great ending. It is a great ending. I will give you that. It is a fantastic ending. I mean, it gave me chills. There have been top tier AAA games. When it ended, I did not get chills. I was like, ah, good game. Glad I'm done because it was long. And then that's that. Like this is an ending that nearly brought it like a, just a wee little tear to my eye. You know, like it was something. It was a standout ending. Yeah. I so, I would. So I know you're willing to say it's 7.2. Okay. I would ask you to consider it that it'd be a 7.6. Because it has a great ending. Um, I, I, I feel like 7.2 could be fair. Because they took so long to take off. They took the first half of the game. Mm-hmm. was just dud after dud. So the thing is, I think we had to take into account, again, the the long time it takes to really get its feet under it. Issues with uh, clear communication at certain points um, around, like, because c- the dialogue in the early game doesn't make it clear. That, no, you really need to be paying attention to this. Uh, this is really important because there are okay, a lot of, okay, like... Okay, 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 7.4. I will settle for a 7.4. Because you're I, right. I'm, Some I'm of the dialogue, bad. There was yeah. a, a few missions. It's like, did they have like someone with direction sitting in the studio and be like, hey, maybe say it like this. Because like, all of a sudden, I was like, hey, this is like a real mission briefing. And then they go right back to like talking kind of hammy. Um, There's one point where one of the characters just gains a southern accent, and I'm not sure if it was a joke or if they recorded that like really early. I think before, that like they been recorded a... every other episode or level. It's, 
It's 14 where the quality just dips randomly, but sorry, go on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't um, remember that. Like, I think, I think that might've been a new character. No, no, no. It, it, the thing is, I, I was like, was it? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the female I remember, pilot. I remember what you're talking about. It was something, but, um, uh, it was confusing, but sorry, go on. So I said, I'm willing to go 7.4. I went from 7.8 to 7.6. Mm-hmm. So we're doing 7.4 and not 7.5. Just to make sure we're not. Again, people, we're trying to get this down to a fine science. We're letting you know how the sausage is made. Mm-hmm. I would say that this is a weird game because in some aspect, it's just very inconsistent. But it has, like, touches of greatness in it, right? And so, so I, I... 7.4 it is, then. I'm, I'm happy with a 7.4. And that will conclude our first ever Review Royale, where we have two reviewers play the same game and go head-to-head in either gushing over the game and its awesomeness or debating whether or not anyone else should play it. I think me and you agree. It's a good game. We think you should play it, especially if you like flying games. Um, We think you'll get something out of it. But it's in that sweet spot where you don't even have to like a flying game. Um, It's $25. Why not? Give it a go. Mm-hmm. And that's my final verdict on it. Uh, Project Wingman, 7.4. Again, this is our first of hopefully many reviews. You can catch the rest of our content on heavyshelf.com where we do write articles. And we will be scoring and ranking all of these reviews in the coming future. You can check us out every week on twitch.tv slash heavyshelf where we have our kind of news of the week podcast called the Heavy Shelf Podcast. That's going to be every week, twitch.tv slash heavy shelf, 2 p.m. Eastern. Come hang out with us then. Uh, You'll also see a bunch of panels below with links to our other places, our Facebook, our Twitter, our Discord, where you can talk with other writers of Heavy Shelf or discuss your thoughts on things like Project Wingman. Maybe even... Join us for one of these podcasts because it is Review Royale. It's not just about me or about Luca. It's about everyone who feels that they got something to say on these video games. But you need to be able to come on this podcast and argue your case. We're hoping to hear from you soon. See you again next time.